Welcome to another podcast from Gardening with Jason. Today we're going to talk about planting seeds. April and May are the months we plant a lot of seeds, so I thought it'd be a good idea to maybe sit and have a little chat, friendly conversation about how we plant our seeds and what we need to do. Now firstly, let's talk about what you need. Seeds. That's your first thing. Where do you get seeds from? Anywhere you want. Anywhere that has them in your budget or the varieties you want. You can go into your supermarkets, your discount shops, and you can find seeds in there. To be honest, they grow okay. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, They're okay. You tend to find that in these shops the seed packets are smaller and you get less seeds. But then, who wants to grow 50 tomato plants? Yeah, I, I don't tend to. So that's somewhere you can go. Some of the supermarkets, particularly sort of um, in the UK, the German supermarkets have some really good seeds in. I've had some very, very good results with those. If you are after more unusual varieties, so you might want a particular type of pumpkin rather than just whatever pumpkin's on the shelf, then you need to go to garden centres. Garden centres will have plenty of different varieties in there. Again, they don't have a lot but they tend to have the most popular ones. I can go and get a yellow courgette if I go to B&Q, for example, whereas if I go to Tesco's or Sainsbury's or any other supermarket, then they're only going to have like a green courgette. So that's like an example for you. However, if you want some really unusual varieties and you want to see some of the really, really interesting plants, then you need to go online. There's lots of seed companies online. And again, to be fair, they're all pretty much the same. Personally, I would avoid eBay and I would avoid Amazon. The reason being, if you buy seeds from there, you've got no idea what you're buying. Often they're, they're fake. So I've seen people saying that they've ordered seeds, they've not got what they expected. And you've, they've also found that they've been sent unknown seeds from like China, which is really, really dodgy. And they should be destroyed. They, they can contain invasive, non-natural plants that you should not be growing I found those two sites very, very risky. I tend to use uh, some of the big sites like King Seeds, I use Sutton's, and I use Thompson and Morgan. There are plenty of others out there though, and which you decide to use is entirely up to you. I, uh, I see every year people asking what seed company I should use, and my answer is always the same. Whichever one you want, whichever one has the seed that you want at the price you're willing to pay. I get my seeds from just about anywhere. I am um, this year. I bought some from King Seeds. I've ordered some stuff from Thompson and Morgan. Uh, I've got some couple of seeds from Tesco's. I went to RHS Bridgewater and bought some seeds from there because they had some interesting seeds there. And we'll talk about some of those later. Um, where else? I bought some from Lidl because again they had some interesting ones there. I've been to Wilco and they had some, so I bought some from there. I love buying my seeds from Wilco, particularly when they reduce them. All of us love a bargain, of course. So there's lots and lots of places you can buy seeds from, and just buy them from anywhere you can. One thing to do when you buy them is always check on the back of the packet. On the back of the packet, it tends to have a date that you need to sow them by. So, for example, I've got in front of me a packet of peas. It's Oregon sugar pod peas, and they were packed in the year ending July 2021. And it says on it, so by September 2022. One thing to remember, whilst these are our guidelines, they're not set in stone, you can tend to find seeds will germinate for quite a few years. 
there's a couple that are difficult to germinate in old seeds, and parsnips is one of them. Parsnips is one that gardeners always say, buy new seeds and plant those rather than use old seeds, because parsnips are difficult enough to germinate at the best of times. So always check the date and make sure you're happy with the date on the back. Check also the planting instructions. Most of them will have a diagram on the back and it will tell you when you can, should sow them and when you should harvest them. Because obviously if you're going, well, I want to buy this particular pea and it says, well, don't sow it till October and it's January. Yeah, okay, that's no good. So just check them out. Next, you need stuff to sow in. So let's start by talking about compost. You need decent quality seed compost. We are all buying peat-free seed compost at the moment because it's better for the environment and it's good for us, etc, etc, etc. That's fair enough. But to be perfectly honest, compost seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. Basically, if you buy a compost, try and sieve it or at least pick out the lumps. I bought a seed compost. It wasn't a cheap one and it had sticks and stones and all sorts of other odds and ends in. So, you know, do make sure those are removed. And some of them, particularly the cheap ones, they tend to dry out very, very quickly. And that can cause problems for your seeds. So I always recommend getting the best seed compost that you can afford. And get plenty of it because you'll be surprised how much you use. Next you need something to plant into. Now if you're planting um, something like uh, pumpkins or squashes or cucumbers, you need a, a 3 to 5 inch pot. Plant those individually into a pot, one seed per pot. Some people suggest planting two and then removing the weaker seed. I've never liked doing that because I, 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 I don't know whether it's just me, but I don't like killing plants and I feel really bad that one of them doesn't get a chance at life. So I plant them in separate pots and if one of them fails to germ germinate or, or gets ill or something like that, then all I do is I just take the seed out and reuse the soil for something else. If you're growing things like uh, tomatoes and brassicas, they can be started off in modules. Now, the smaller the plants, the smaller the modules. You get ones with very small modules, about an inch, two inches, inch and a half across, up to modules that are about sort of two to three inches uh, square. So I, I would plant my tomatoes in a larger module. If I was planting sort of um, some flowers, I might plant them in a smaller module. Now you can also get trays as well. Trays are great for um, things like flower seeds. The only problem is with trays is because the seeds share all the same soil, what you can find happens is the roots get intertwined and it can be quite difficult to remove plants without causing some damage when you're potting them off. So just don't leave them to grow too big. You can get uh, plastic covers for the trays, so they're like little greenhouses. These are great for tomatoes and other warm loving plants because it really helps keep the warmth in, keep them growing. So that's basically what you need. You can get, the, the module trays tend to be quite flimsy, but you can get harder plastic trays that you put underneath them. Just make sure you get the ones with drainage in, otherwise when you're watering your plants, you can find that you end up swamping them and they get full of, uh, full of water and they, it causes them to rot. So that's really what you need. If you've got a dibber, that's great. Otherwise, you can just poke holes in the soil with your finger. Most seeds don't need planting very deep, so to be fair, you can just sort of poke them into the soil. Next thing you need to do is you, you fill the trays, pots, whatever, with soil. 
So I have a sort of large plastic tray, and then I put my module trays on that, and then I put the compost in. I don't compress it down too much, so I'll fill a pot and I'll tap it down lightly. Same in the modules, I fill it, tap it down lightly, so the soil's quite loose so that the seed can get through very, very easily. I use a plastic tray so that I'm not making a mess. I can then scoop up any soil that falls on it and reuse that soil or put it in my compost bin or whatever I want to do with it. So it just makes life easier. Look at the back of the packet and plant the seed as deep as it tells you to do so. And then just cover it slightly with soil. Again, the seed packets tend to tell you exactly what you need to do. Depending on the plant, the depth will vary. I mean, to give you an example, um, I've got beetroot in front of me. It says to plant uh, beetroot at half an inch or 1.5 centimeters deep, whereas the peas, they want to be planted two inches or five centimeters deep. And the, I've just noticed a typo on the uh, back of um, the seed packet. Oops. Anyway, so I've got some sunflowers here as well, and they need planting about the same depth as the beetroot, 1.5 centimeters or half an inch deep. So you plant them following that. Now on the back of the packet, it tells you exactly when you should plant them. So we're gonna talk about that for a minute. Usually it will tell you a bit about what they like as well. So the sunflowers, it tells me they like um, well-drained soil. The beetroot and the peas here, it tells me they like to be planted outdoors. And there's more information on there about exactly what to do. So it te they tend to have a diagram on there. And I'll just talk about the sunflowers to start with. Now it says sow indoors from May until the start. Sorry. It says sow indoors from March until the start of May. But it also says sow outdoors from March until May. Now how do you determine what you do there? Well, it depends on where you live. And it's the same with all of these, like the beetroot says so from May, uh, from March through to July, the peas from March through to June. Now it depends on where in the world you live and how cold it is. If you live somewhere that's cold for the sunflowers, so I live in the north of England, so I would sow my sunflowers indoors in sort of April time. So, because I know that sort of May time I can start planting them out. If I was in the south of England in Cornwall where it was a lot warmer, I might plant direct outdoors in March because the weather's obviously warmer and it's better for me. Now the back of the sunflowers then says I can plant out from May to June. Again, depends on how warm it is where you live. If you live in somewhere where there's a lot of risk of frost, go towards June. If you live somewhere warmer, you plant them out in May. And then it tells me when it flowers. The sunflowers flower from June through to September. So again, you can look at these and you'll work out, again, the earlier I planted them, the earlier they will flower. So you have to consider that. Like the beetroot, I have to sow it from March through to July, and then I can harvest it from June through to October, according to it. But it tells me on the back of the packet exactly what to do. So where to sow? Sow thinly in shallow drills, half an inch deep, with 12 inches between rows. Easy enough to do so, you can mark them out. Always mark your rows when you're planting direct. I use string and um, bamboo stakes just to mark out the rows so I know where I planted stuff. Otherwise it becomes really, really difficult to um, work out what's weeds and what's not. Unless you can identify your, your seeds 
from a sort of a couple of baby leaves when they're seedlings, you need to mark mark them out. Best way to plant something like beetroot is you take your trowel stick or whatever and you just run a line from one marker to the other that's half an inch deep. Um, make sure that you just have a quick feel around the bottom, take out any stones that are there, and then you put the seeds in so so thinly, so you just spread them out. It doesn't matter if you get the seeds too close together, don't stress about it because you'll thin them out later on and you can sort of eat those. And then once you've sown them, you just put the soil over the top. You can do the same with uh, peas or with sort of larger seeds like peas. You can make individual holes at the required distances and plant the seeds in there. Now back to the beetroot, now it says, gradually thin the seedlings as they grow so that eventually there is four inches or 10 centimeters between plants and it says do not transplant and I can I can speak from experience that transplanted beetroot doesn't tend to, to work so that's the, that's the instructions there and then there's a handy tip on these ones because this is a, a, a nice seed company it says best harvested when uh, two to four inches or five to ten centimeters in diameter cook um, oh, this is golden beetroot, so it says cook as you would a red variety, and the leaves can be used in place of spinach. So that's great, isn't it? So useful information. The peas also give you full instructions on the back of the packet, and if I pick up any others, what's that one? That's uh, perpetual spinach, um, and again, same sort of thing, tells you exactly what to do on the back. So lots and lots of people will go, I bought some seeds, I don't know when I plant them, what do I do with them? It's very, very easy. Look on the back of the packet. Some seed companies, there are a couple, they will send you seeds that the, the seeds tend to just, just be in a, like a plastic bag or paper bag or something like that. And that's, if that's the case, then you're going to have to look up online exactly when you should and shouldn't plant it. Um, but most of the big seed packet, if they're seed companies, you get proper packets that give you full instructions. So just read those and follow them. It, it's easy enough to do. Once you've sown your seeds, water them in well and then just keep an eye on them and make sure they don't dry out too much if you're growing in modules or pots you obviously need to plant them on when they start getting a bit big usually in modules you say once they've got two true leaves you repot them and pl or plant them out same with pots very very easy to do you carefully take the plant out of the pot uh, or module or whatever it is and then you either put it in the ground or put it in the bigger pot so you've got to be very careful because the plants are actually quite delicate and very easy to damage. So that's easy enough to do. It's not rocket science, and um, you should be able to get that done. So it really, really is easy. But the thing to do is, if you struggle with determining when to plant the seed, go online and search. Type in the seed name, and one seed company will sell it, and you will find all the instructions you need there. You will find that some don't germinate, or some don't germinate very well. Some seeds can, are notoriously bad to germinate. Plants like chilies, aubergines, and tomatoes, they come from hotter climate. They like hot weather to germinate. If the temperature's too low, then they won't germinate at all. So the other year I planted, planted my tomatoes. It took them about a month to germinate because the weather was just too cold. I didn't have anywhere warm to put them at that time. So just think about the plant, look at the instructions, and, and they, will, they will grow and they'll do really, really well. So 
we've had a little discussion on seed planting. I've tried to sort of share some of the information with you and just hopefully give you a little bit of guidance that will help you get your seeds in the ground, get them growing successfully and start, you know, being able to enjoy uh, your own fruits and vegetables at home. Really, really easy to do. But, you know, there's lots of information online, lots of my books of information. There's growing guides I've written on plenty of different types of plants that tell you all about how to grow them, exactly the requirements they need, and so on. My allotment journal and my complete allotment guide, they also have lots and lots of growing guides in there. So, happy gardening, enjoy sowing your seeds, and I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Bye.